Hi friends, I'm Casey Wysorek and welcome to Enneagram and Beyond, a podcast where we talk about all things Enneagram and how to take it beyond just a number. It's time to transform your life and connect with your highest self. Hi, friends and Enneagram lovers. Before we start the episode, a reminder that the only thing better than learning about the Enneagram is actually applying it. So this is my invitation to you to sign up for one of my Enneagram coaching services, from typing sessions to individual coaching sessions to couples coaching and more. Let's connect you to your highest self and help make your personal development goals a reality. The link is in the podcast description for a complete list of services. All right, now on to the show. Hey guys, I want to start this episode talking about how important intentions are. Like if you have some personal development goals or you are just like stuck in a rut and feeling like a victim, you know you're in that unhealthy part of your number and you need to make a change. Intention is everything. And I started something that I haven't done since literally last year. And I'm so bummed that it took me until now to start doing it again because I swear to God, I see such big changes. Like I have had goals, like what am I trying to say? I've hit goals like that, like very quickly with doing this. And so I highly recommend if you have never done it, um, get a Start Today journal by Rachel Hollis because it is so helpful for setting intention and honestly like manifesting things quickly. and. I'm going to talk a little bit more about it. So at least to let you understand, like this notebook hat, it starts off with having you write down every, it's the same page for every single day. So you date it and then you write down five things that you're grateful for. So it's super helpful for someone who is just like not in a good place and needs to be reminded of like some good things in their life, because no matter what's going on, we can find five things that we're grateful for. So it gets you back into more of like the present mindset and focus on some good that's going on in your life and just gets you into a better like energy level feeling good and which is also very important for manifesting like you need to feel good in order to manifest. So it gets you in that good mindset. Then after having those five things, then you need to list 10 goals for yourself. But the key is that you're listing these goals in present tense or as if they have already happened. And I think it's cool because you're taking that energy from the gratefulness and it's that same like feeling grateful energy for these goals. Even though these goals haven't happened yet, your mind doesn't know that and your feelings don't know that, but that feeling is still there of feeling grateful for these things. So then as you're doing this every single day and you're writing these same goals every single day, you start embodying and and thinking and feeling what you would look like and be like and feel like and all of these things if these goals actually happened. So it's getting you to have these goals at the top of your mind every single day, right? Like having that accountability, that intention, and you start asking yourself, you know, what have I done to help prepare myself for these goals? You know, am I, what I'm working towards today is this getting me any closer to my goal. But then also as you're writing them down in present tense, it's like they've already happened. So you start thinking about what would the version of myself who's hit this goal, what would she look like? What would she feel like? What would she be saying? Who would she be hanging out with? And the key to that is to start being the person who is all of these goals that you wrote down for yourself. Because then as you start 
thinking and feeling that way, you start be- and feeling grateful for these things. You start believing that these goals have already happened. Like truly, you start believing these things and you become what you believe. So I think it's absolutely key to manifesting. There were certain things that I wrote down in this last year that I like goals that I hit that I actually did not think that I would be able to make happen. Like I know that goes against what I literally just said of not believing, but I had done it enough where clearly I believed it to the point where it literally happened. So super cool. Like I said, I think I've been doing this nine days already and I have already started to feel so much better and so just like hopeful and excited about the potential that can be my life again. So very, very exciting stuff. But this gets me into talking about the Enneagram, of course, because I can always relate things to the Enneagram. But I want to talk about like the true goal of the Enneagram because I just had some of these aha moments. And I love sharing the Enneagram and teaching you guys about it because I think it's so helpful and interesting. And like, I love being able to help people figure out their number. But knowing your number is not the goal of the Enneagram. I mean, even understanding the Enneagram is not the goal of the Enneagram. The Enneagram can bring you self-awareness. Uh, it can it can bring you compassion for yourself. It can bring you compassion for other people. It helps you just have like a deeper understanding of yourself and others. It can help build relationships. It can help with your personal development, like in any areas, like your career, whatever you have going on. It can help you be a better parent. It can help you heal trauma in your life. It can help you grow into the best version of yourself. It can just be like a fun meme that you send to friends, right? To laugh at. It can help you feel valid, understood, exposed. But none of these are necessarily the goal. It might be your goal, but that doesn't mean it is the goal, right? Like I said, learning your number, learning the Enneagram, it's not the goal. Now, I love sharing the Enneagram and teaching it because it can do all of those things that I listed. And I want to share the Enneagram because I want people to feel and experience all of those things that I had just listed. I want people to also feel confident in who they are and their purpose in life and like they matter because they do. I want people to feel so seen and understood and have all of their experiences like and feelings they to know that they're valid. And in turn, I'm actually hoping that I'll continue to experience and discover the same. You know, I want the Enneagram to just be the starting point for you. I want it to be like a foundation for something bigger. I want to just be a piece of your greater journey. I want it to open doors for you. I want it to help you dive into like a new sense of what, of who and what God is and the universe and what spirituality is for you. I want it to guide you to a truer, not even a truer, to the truest version of yourself. I want to help you realize that you are not just a number on the Enneagram. I want you to know that you are a complex, beautiful, worthy human being, and you deserve everything that you desire, and you deserve the life that you want. As long as it's all coming from love, of course, but... (laughs) The true goal of the Enneagram is honestly whatever you want it to be. It's not anything that I'm telling you. The I can relate anything back to the Enneagram, but what do you want out of life, right? This is where we get back to the intention. What are you grateful for now? And what do you want your life to look like? Because the Enneagram can help you 
in any part of your life and help you all along the way. It is the tool. It is not the goal. Whatever you decide the goal is, which is what you want out of life, the Enneagram is there to support you. And that is what I want to do. I want to teach you about the Enneagram and help you use the Enneagram to help you. I only want to be like a little blip on your big life journey. Now, also a reminder, talking about goals and intention, like goals are amazing. I love goals. I am all about it. I'm about, you know, going after what you want in life and making it happen. But I want to also remind you that goals, like hitting a goal should never just be like the end all to be all. I never want you to think if you don't hit a goal or something doesn't happen for you, like that you're not worthy or you don't deserve happiness or whatever you're wanting in life. I want you to always go back to that grateful heart to know you already have everything that you need. If you were to, I mean, let's think about if you were to die tomorrow, like I don't want anyone to die tomorrow and be like miserable with the life they have. There's always something to be grateful for. So start with a grateful heart. Like if that's actually anything I could, if there's one thing I could have people take away from this, it's no matter what is happening in your life, this is to myself as well. Like be grateful for at least five things going that you have in your life. There's always something to be grateful for. So hitting a goal should not be the end all to be all. I love the thought of hitting goals and growing and learning, but it's such a cliche, but it's like in life, there is no destination. There's only a journey. So I want you to enjoy the journey and know like, I am here for you along the way and I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader and I want to teach you tools to help you along the way. But remember to always be grateful and that it's a journey. And if you hit a goal or you don't hit a goal, don't let that be the end all to be all. We always have something to be thankful for and grateful for. We always have an area that we can learn and grow. We always have areas that we can improve. Now, with that being said, I also think about how important it is to have a coach in life. And I'll probably end up doing like a whole different podcast episode on this. But I want to just share some like reflective questions with you guys that I love to just like ask people about when we get, you know, a couple glasses of wine going and we have those deep, meaningful conversations. And I want to just like ask you guys some questions to think about. And I know I'm mentioning like coaching because I actually, I love that I can ask you guys questions through like a podcast setting, but there is nothing better to me than actually having like a a deep, meaningful one-on-one conversation with someone where we can dive into the complexities of who a person is and what drives them and what they want out of life, because then I can start asking even better questions. So that's why I love that. I love coaching. I've had a coach before and it was instrumental in getting me to that next level that I needed to be at. She honestly helped me have a whole new perspective on what I could actually achieve in life. And I would not be where I am today if I did not have a coach. So I'll talk more about the importance of having a coach in another um, episode, but let's, uh, let's dive into some questions that I would love you guys to reflect on. So one, What would your life look like if money was no object? If money 
was not even a thing and you were able to live the life that you wanted to live and what would that look like? What would you do if you knew you only had six months to live? Would you be doing exactly what you're doing right now? Or would you be out traveling? Or would you be spending that time with the ones that you love? Would you be, I don't know, create going after and creating a life that you think that you still have time to make? Like, what would you do if you only, if you knew you only had six months to live? What did you love doing as a kid that you don't do anymore? What is something looking at your childhood that you have just like the best memories of because you know you loved it and you don't do it anymore? Automatically, what comes to my mind is making movies with my sisters. (laughs) I loved making movies with my sisters. And why don't I do that anymore? Because they are not near me and we're adults, but you know what? Maybe we need to make a movie, sisters. Maybe we need to make a movie. (laughs) All right. Um, What are you scared to do, but know that you need to do? Is it have a tough conversation? Is it set a boundary? Is it stand up for yourself or someone that you love? Is it take a risk? What are you scared to do, but know that you need to do? If you could start over, what would that look like? If you could start from scratch, what would your life look like? And what would you do? What would you do differently? Or are you on the path that you always wanted to be on? If it does look different, is there a way that you could pivot? Is there a way that you could get to that life that you are actually wanting? What do you need to do to heal today? What have you done for yourself today that would help you heal? What are you grateful for today? Can you list five things that you're grateful for? You know, I'm not even going to ask, can you? You should do it right now. What are five, list list right now, what are five things that you are grateful for? Or say it to yourself. And what are 10 goals you have for your life right now? And then I encourage you to write those 10 goals down in present tense as if you already achieved them or they are a reality for you already. Now, when you do that, you can pause that. You can pause this and do that. And after doing that, how does that make you feel? Having all of those 10 goals listed as a present reality, how does that feel? What does that version of you look like? How are you feeling? What are you doing? Who are you hanging out with? What do you need to do to get yourself one step closer to achieving what is on that list? Are you are you on the path already to achieving something that is on that list? Now again, any of those things, like even any of these questions, depending on how you answer them, 
I guarantee I can relate some of your answers back to the Enneagram and your Enneagram number and can continue to give you tools and advice and just or just talk it out how your number can help you get closer to a goal that you have because each number has its own strengths and its own shortcomings or blind spots but we also each have our own tri types right so we are all we all embody different numbers more than another person we're all complex human beings we all have strengths we all have shortcomings but we all have things related to the that we can use with the enneagram to help us be mindful to get even closer to these goals that we have and then hopefully be grateful for where we're at too right so i have so much more to come with all of this but i hope that some of this resonates with you guys because I know it's resonated with me and I just can't get enough of this. I, I wish I could ask like a hundred more questions for you guys, but I hope this gets you thinking about what you want the goal of the Enneagram to be for you and what that looks like. But I can tell you that I am absolutely grateful to be a part of that journey with you until next time. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. If you want to hear more of the Enneagram and beyond, please feel free to subscribe, leave a review, let me know what you liked. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at EnneagramCoach.Casey. Love sharing with you guys. Want to hear from you. And we'll talk soon.